0: Color is something you already have that can be a significant asset to your communication style and efficacy, and we'll get into it in this episode. Hi, I'm Zaina Rose, and you're listening to the On Stage Style Podcast. I'm an image strategist and consultant, and I believe you're more charming, productive, and powerful when you're confident about the way you look and feel. This show will help you to explore your personal style and communication so you can present yourself online and in person as the brilliant badass you are or aspire to be. The main thing to keep in mind about using color in your wardrobe is this idea of distraction versus harmony. So is a color on your side supporting you if you're wearing it or if you're surrounded by it? And is it giving you visual credibility or is it taking away from what you're saying you're about in that moment or in general with what you're speaking about or with what you're showing? So, okay, what is visual credibility, first of all? Essentially, it means that the attention of the people looking at you falls primarily or entirely on your face as they're interacting with you or watching you speak if you're on video or on stage. Um, So the attention falls on you, on your face, and they're really tuned in to what you're saying. When you don't have visual credibility, though, attention is effectively being driven elsewhere so if we're talking about your wardrobe and your your visual style imagine wearing so there are different there's a gradient of of how much this can matter in a situation so imagine you're wearing a full gown or a full suit in a color that is not supportive of you and i'll get into you know what that means if it's supportive of you or not but for now just imagine that it's distract a distracting color it's not in harmony with you know your you and your complexion your personality that kind of stuff so if you're head to toe in a color that is going to have a, a significant effect on your communication and whether people are able to you know whether are they looking down at the color in your outfit or are they looking at you when you're talking, um, or is it just that the color you've chosen for an accessory or an unimportant T-shirt is not the most flattering for you? So I don't have I'm not ta- I don't take a purist approach to this when I advise people, um, simply because there are going to be colors that you enjoy that are not supportive for your complexion and aren't the best for you to wear for your communication and so there might be times to wear that um the more purest point of view would be to not own anything that is not in your optimal color palette let's say so in this episode i want to explore that with you for you and i'm going to give you various considerations that will help you to stay in harmony with color now the first thing to talk about is that you may naturally be choosing colors that are best for you. I was someone who was not on a conscious level but somehow aware of of the types of colors that actually looked best on me, but I, you know, have known many people who who did not just accidentally have take that approach. Um now what does it mean for a color to be supportive of you or what does it mean? So our complexions we want to be the focus of, of the picture, right? So that's the first thing we're talking about. So our complexions handle certain colors better than other colors. And it's not to do with whether your skin tone is lighter or darker or medium, or it's not to do with whether you have a tan or whether you desperately need a tan in your opinion. It's to do with um, you know, the natural way that your skin is. So some of us apparently have more hemoglobin levels are higher and some have higher levels of carotene, but there's, it's to do with the undertone of the skin. Now it's a bit of a tricky thing to explain with no visuals. So let's not get too caught up in it, but just know that there are different types of colors and some are going to suit you better than others. So, um, to make it simple, Think about cool colors versus warm colors, and then some are very much neutral and on the border, and you kind of can't tell if they're cool or warm because they're kind of both. So that's the the basis for what we're talking about in this moment. Um, but going back to the fact that some people just naturally choose what's best for them, now that can just be a lucky a lucky thing, but you can also think about, you know, sometimes we're just naturally aware of what suits us best. maybe it's you're more aware of your color palette. you're more aware of the type of friends that are best for you. You're more aware of the types of foods that are that are best for for you and your body. So it could be you know any number of reasons why someone might have that natural inclination. Um, and maybe it's just been more of, you know observing so knowing that when you wear certain things you might not feel your best or look your best. Now, if you're not sure if you have anything that's not, you know, in harmony with your complexion, one thing you can do without any formal analysis is think about, this just might give you a clue, like think about your closet and all the things that are in there or things that have been in there in the past. And is there an item in there that you have just never reached for? Is there something in there that you never wanted to wear or every time you try it on, it just feels wrong or just not like you. Um, often when I it, when I train groups and we're getting into this discussion of color just to build the awareness, I ask this question. And without fail, almost every, well, with smaller groups, um, almost every person will put up their hand and say, yeah, there's, and often it's that something was given to them and they kept it. And sometimes they, well, another common reason people have the thing they never wear is that they bought it on sale. Because, you know, it was ninety percent off or what have you, and it or it looked like something they saw on someone else and thought it would work for them as well. So if there's something you have that you've never reached for, ask yourself, is it that you just don't feel right in the color? So the next thing is about energy and color and meaning, you know, how does a color make you feel when you wear it? So there there are different Energy and color psychology, there's sort of different things that are all mixed up together. But, but you know, how does the color make you feel when you wear it? And also how does a color make you feel when you look at it? So, you know, when you look at it on a person or in your environment, are there connotations that come along with that color? So for example, blues and greens are generally more soothing than colors like yellow and red that are more acidic, right? Yellow makes some people really happy when they look at it. Other people feel a little bit anxious looking at yellow. So there's a bigger discussion about color psychology and the science behind that. And there are tons of free resources online if you Google color psychology. And what you'll find probably, what I've found anyway, is that when you look for those lists of what colors signify and what colors mean, yeah, they say different things sometimes, but there's a pretty general consensus. So... Blue is more approachable and soothing. As I said, green is also more natural and soothing because, you know, blues and greens are the colors from our environment. Um, and the color brown is thought to be more friendly. The color black can be seen as more sophisticated but also more formal and also less approachable than a color like blue or brown or even gray. Um and then reds, yellows, oranges, like these are the colors that have people, you know, take notice and stop. And and you can think about when you see those colors used in marketing as well and which brands choose those colors and and what they're trying to signify. So when you're using color psychology in your wardrobe, you can use it strategically. And I'll generalize here to say that most of us want to be thought of as approachable and modern and insightful um and approachable you know that friendly comes along with that but if if that's that's something that you how you'd like to be perceived especially if you're you know networking for business or trying to make you know friends in social circumstances although i i happen to believe that networking is really just it's just all making friends right and then some friends are going to be more business friends and and some are going to have a more social role in your life but but when you're getting dressed for occasions, you can ask yourself how you want to be perceived. Now, all that being said, there are also times when it might be strategic and to your advantage to be perceived as a lot less approachable on an occasion, right? Imagine maybe a negotiation when you are making more of a power play and and your aim is to be the most authoritative, um, sophisticated, um, maybe even, you might even want to come across as more cold than you might on an average day, depending on your personality. So there are different ways to look at using it. Um, And here's uh, here's a, a really common wardrobe example for you. So with people who are in the corporate arena, at least in North America, I'll say, the in the more formal companies they the they tend to wear suiting and the more acceptable colors of suits are cold dark and neutral so that means most it's mostly blues grays and some black you'll find as well now if those are not colors that necessarily suit your complexion what your best bet is to do is to find the types of grays that are a little bit warmer if if you know, the warm colors are best on you. The types of blues and navies that are a little bit warmer. Even within black, if you have to wear black for some reason, um, the fabric that you choose can help the, you know, the color to appear softer or more stark depending on what you need. But but the black suit, yes, it's, it's definitely going to be less approachable in nature than a navy blue suit. In fact, um... Many, you'll find that, well, many world leaders actually have this this particular thing, but it's known to some as the presidential uniform. So you can picture a lot of business people have it and world leaders have it, as I said, but a navy blue suit, a white shirt, and a red tie. So the navy blue is formal enough. It's also, it's approachable, but it's still authoritative. That's what that color says in that context. A white shirt, denotes formality and the red tie is a power tie and that's a pretty well-known that's a pretty well-known um thing or tool to use the red tie so red is often will show like passion and strength right and power so so that outfit in particular is seeing something on its own And depending on the wearer of the outfit, you can tweak the type of navy, the exact type of white, um, and then even the type of red. Like you could use a warmer red versus a cool blue red. In fact, I remember that there was um, a past American presidential election, and one of the debates, the two candidates wore that outfit exactly what I'm describing, and the ties were slightly different. They both had navy suits, white shirts, red ties, and both of their ties had little yellow dots on them. Now, I remember thinking that it would be funny if they had the same stylist and (laughs) as like a joke, the guy or woman dressed them the same. But anyway, the only difference is that the ties, I believe the reds were slightly different, but also one guy's little yellow dots were a little bit smaller than the other guys (laughs) little yellow dots on the tie and in that same debate context their wives both wore white skirt suits now those two skirt suits to my eye anyway were completely different one was like a bright, pure, cool white. And the other was, I think, more of a cream, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm, I'm not naming all the names because I don't want to get political on here. But but the to me, the skirt suits were totally different. The style, the cut, the color, like it was different, but they were both white skirt suits. Now, why were they dressed like that? Probably because white is about purity. It's angelic. And that's what probably most likely i'm not on the team but that's most likely what they wanted to come across about the wives in that in that political arena now the next day in the news there was a bunch of talk about how the two wives of the politicians the the candidates had worn the exact same outfit it was reported and i thought it was funny that nobody mentioned that the two candidates were very much more wearing the same outfit but this that's just one example um in political debates it's maybe even more likely to happen but this is something that is being done behind the scenes of things that you've seen so you you know you can even think about when you watch films or television shows costumes play so much into the role of the character in a show like what is the what is the theme of that character and what is that character all about right so that's a more dramatic purposeful example um but there are enough people who give this thought every morning when they get dressed, right? So how do you want to come across in that day? What are you, and maybe it doesn't matter that day, but it, you might have an important meeting. You might be presenting something in a boardroom or on stage. You might be going to a party. So what? how is it that you want to look? So it's good to know strategically how approachable do you want to be, how... um or how sophisticated or how avant-garde you want to be, but also what's your personality and what makes you feel really good, which I think is the most important thing. So people definitely have their power colors and not everyone's in touch with their power colors. And you can, you know, get color analysis from somewhere or we're actually working on like a DIY solution that we might even just give away, like a way for people to figure this out themselves. But without that, you probably have a sense of, Your favorite color to wear, and ask yourself why is that? So for me, I like a a nice blue. Red is one of my favorite colors to wear, and I just simply feel really good in it. I do know that it's flattering to my complexion, but it's something that I feel good in. So other other people um, might have yellow as their almost. de facto signature color or something like that so you don't have to have a signature color that's not what i mean but be aware of what makes you feel really good and then you can use that so you can use that as a part of your energetic presence um, when you're going out or even if you're just sitting at home and you want a little pick me up that can actually help you as well so um how to back to how to figure this out okay so there are people who, well, I don't really do much of this anymore, but color analysis is something that's been around for quite a while. And um, I won't get too far into the history of it, but maybe on another another episode. But essentially, it's like a sophisticated, um, what am I trying to say, process of elimination to figure out what your best color palette is. So there are cool colors, there are warm colors. As I mentioned, there are colors down the middle that are neutral. And there are... Um, let's say about 10 different categories that you might fall into as your optimal category. And there are gonna be colors that, you know, yes, they make you look at your best because they help your complexion look the most clear. You look the most healthy in them. So when you're wearing colors that are supportive of you, your teeth can actually look at their whitest. The whites of your eyes can look at their whitest. Um, Your skin, as I mentioned, can look as as clear, you know, on the more clear side. So some of us have skin issues that come and go, or some people have um, things on their skin that are to do with aging. And when we wear colors that work best for us, those effects are less noticeable than if you're wearing colors out of a palette that don't look, you know, that aren't the best for you. Um, The color black is also an interesting thing to mention. that You know, in just socially and in society, the color black has its place. A lot of uniforms use black. There are are certain occasions where black seems to be the most appropriate. It's um, considered easy. So a lot of clients who have a closet full of black clothes, sometimes they just like don't know how to put colors together, right? And that's a valid reason to do it too. Or sometimes it's like for fashion's sake and they feel it's a more sophisticated, fashionable look. So, either way, black doesn't black's not a friend to all of us. And the reason is, for some people, if black is in your optimal color palette, it's going to help you feel powerful. You're going to look um, really strong in it, and probably feel good in it too. And and for another person, it might have the opposite effect. It could potentially feel draining. Um, may not have that, you know, powerful connotation to it so another thing is that i'm i come across often is people say well black is slimming and um well it's slimming on you if it's one of your best colors right or if it's one of your better colors so if it's not and you know this about yourself already you can have that slimming effect with a different type of dark color that's more on the neutral side so you can do that with A dark dark eggplant purple you can do it with a dark gray um, a really dark green a brown there are even colors that look like black from far away but when you get close to them you see they're actually purple they're actually green they're actually gray or brown so even just doing that that's something close to black but not black will take the edge off that complexion issue so that's an interesting thing to note now there are also times when as i said before there are times when this matters and there there are times when this does not matter so i i think that if you especially if you're an entrepreneur representing yourself or it doesn't matter what line of business you're in or what the context of business is if you're presenting to a group or to one person um, maybe you are in a meeting you're on a stage talking uh, maybe you're on screen presenting a web, on a webinar or in a video conference, something like that. But when you're when you're up in front of people, either on a screen or live, the effects of color can be more intense, and so it can be more critical. Now, with my clients, I tell them when they have you know colors that they love that they want to play with, and you know, but I say if you're going to do something of importance in the business. Then certainly wear one of the colors we've found out is one of your best colors. Imagine someone looking up at you on a stage or from far away in a room, and it's harder for them to see your face. It's harder for them to focus on what you're saying if what you've got on is more of a distraction. And when you're presenting on screen on a video conference or in a video, something like that, first of all, it's a whole other episode to talk about what happens with colors with like what you should do to style yourself for on screen. But with color, the lighting that you're dealing with can change the color, the type of screen someone's looking at you through can change the color. So you know, how different computers, sometimes things look purple, sometimes things look blue. Sometimes your beautiful red shirt actually reads orange. Um, So these are things to, to just be aware of. But on screen, it's even more important that you select colors that are going to be really flattering for you. So not only is it helping with your visual credibility, but um, it's it's also just part of your own prep and knowing you've done your best to present yourself in the way that you want to be perceived, which is a huge um a huge accomplishment actually because a lot of people do present themselves at random so okay what happens though if you need to compromise and if you've gone and found out what your best colors are or you know what they are you have an idea already what happens if you have a situation where you have to wear a color that you feel uncomfortable in or that you know doesn't look good on you well There are times when that's going to happen. So for example, you might have to wear a uniform that is not one of your best colors. You might be part of a performance. And in that case, the performance takes precedence over each individual's color palette. Of course, you might be borrowing an item so that you can make a good impression because you don't have one of your own and you didn't have the top choice. So Whatever that is, there are some little things you might be able to do. First of all, don't invest a lot in things that you're not sure about. So I prefer that you don't, never mind buying a whole suit and potentially wasting hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. I, I prefer you not even waste $20, frankly, by buying something that is you know, of less consequence, but of course still does not serve you. So so knowing what you need can actually make your shopping process a lot easier and you can be avoiding some costly mistakes. But, um, but the, back to the little things you can do, you can, if you're someone who wears makeup, just be very sure that all of your makeup colors are right on point and correct for your complexion. And if you don't wear makeup, but you have the ability to wear some accessories with this, with these clothing. So maybe if you're, if you're wearing a uniform, you can't do that. But if you've borrowed an item, so to be more specific, I've known people who have borrowed suits for job interviews or who've borrowed a cocktail dress for a special event because they don't have the right thing. Try to put something near your face that is in the right color tone for you. So for example, the top you would wear with that suit and the accessories Or wearing a dress and then wearing um, a necklace or a scarf or something that is in a flattering color for you. Like if you can put something up near your face that does the right thing for you, that will help a lot. And if you do have a wardrobe that has things that don't flatter you, for for some clients, it depends on the situation. It depends on how fast we want to do this visual transformation or the makeover. It depends... Um, on budget decisions as well but I don't necessarily advocate for throwing everything away or sorry donating everything away that isn't right for you all at once you can just demote items or use what you have for now and make better decisions the next time that you go to shop so know that you won't replace your go-to little black dress with another one if that's not a color for you you can replace it with you can have a go-to some other color dress right or suit So, um, that being said, also, how do you incorporate your favorite colors when you've determined that they're not that flattering for you? For example, yellow, not for everybody, it's a tough color to wear. And so if that's a color or orange and yellow often don't work out for someone, you can put those colors in small doses in your wardrobe. Like maybe they're a color inside one of the patterns you're wearing or even better, Put it in your decor or choose that color for things that you use that are not necessarily on your body. So, you know, maybe it's, maybe I don't know, maybe it's couch cushions or bedspreads that makes you happy to look at it, but it's not something that you're wearing around. Or maybe you've got a car in your favorite color or some things that you use in your office. So those are just little things you can do to indulge yourself when you know that, that something's not serving you to wear communication-wise. But anyway, so there's a lot, okay, that's a lot of, those are a lot of tips actually. But in general, the core benefits and the reason that you would want to work this out for yourself is to feel even more at ease, to feel even more confident and happy and even less self-conscious about your own presence, your own body, what you're wearing, how you've styled yourself. So you can, on one hand, live randomly with color, or you can examine your preferences. Check out what are the patterns and the habits that you've been living with. And then you can choose to live strategically with color. So I don't want you to get exhausted or overwhelmed by this topic, but focus on just being intentional and thoughtful when you make your next choices thank you so much for listening to this episode if you have a topic suggestion or a question you want answered be sure to connect with me on instagram at Zayna Rose. if you'd like to rate and review this podcast on itunes or on the other platform you're using i would be most grateful because those reviews will help others to discover the show and to join in and finally for more join me in my free facebook community the entrepreneur style lab